ask. Hello, people. Welcome to Unmask the podcast. This is the second episode for Unmask. I'm so glad that you took time out to join this episode. On this episode, we are having the second part for self awareness. Last week, we had a check in for self awareness on my WhatsApp status where people could see, okay, what have I done? We what we learned the other week. How have I been self-aware? What have what has it done for me? Because I really want this to be practical. I said it in the first series. If it is not practical, then we're just learning theories and we can just tell other people while it has no results in our lives. So let's dive into the second part. Stay with me. Some people might say, if I don't lie to other people, why would I lie to myself? Even other people, I don't lie. I do not lie. But pioneers in the cognitive behavior realm have described our thoughts deceive us through cognitive distortion, irrational ways in the way that we think. For example, in polarized thinking, thinking in extremes, you're on a diet and you look at the bread and butter and you're like, okay. I'm not going to take one slice of this or I'm just going to finish the whole bread and butter and you eat one slice and you're like well I've cocoa I've skipped the diet let me just finish the whole thing let me just finish the whole but I've even started it yes you knew that you would but you lied to yourself at the first time that you won't and you give yourself an extreme ball play if i can just eat one slice with butter i won't stop there let me just finish it and skip the whole diet till the next day or emotional reasoning you know thinking that our feelings accurately reflect what is really happening the reality you called me stupid he called me stupid i feel stupid consequently I am stupid and for two days you're battling with that it's not true but your thoughts are playing a game with you or over generalization thinking taking one single event as an indefinite spiral of defeat I failed here how sure am I that I'm not going to fail I'm always going to be alone I don't think I'm ever going to be successful look at my friends Look at what they are doing. Look at what they are capable of. We are all doing this to ignore the fundamental realities of life. What are these fundamental realities? We are going to die. It's okay to be alone. We were born alone. It doesn't mean we're lonely. Life is meaningless unless we give it a meaning. And we are responsible for ourselves. We have the freedom of choice. I gave an example in series one. Illustrating someone saying, I am this way because of my upbringing, thereby not taking responsibility for the actions and the choices that he or she has made. Okay, so now I've refreshed our memory and also added to the fundamental basics of self-awareness from what we learned the last two weeks. Now let's dive into 10 ways for you to know that nah, I'm not self-aware.
okay maybe i've learned about it but it's not reflecting i still do this i still do that i still do this all right let's go <laughs> it's on over talk i say let's dive into it <laughs> I really miss my laugh out. Oh my. Okay, back. <laughs> Number one, you have trouble understanding your emotions. Every time, sister, what's wrong with you? Why you miss if I don't know, Jari? That's how you used to do me. Hey, what's wrong with you? What is it? One day, two days, three days. What is wrong? What is, no, what is wrong with you? Aristotle said, anyone can become angry. That's easy. But to be angry with the right person, to the right degree, at the right time, for the right purpose, and in the right way. Now, that's a lot of work. That is emotional intelligence. And your emotions are not even your problem. It is using them well. Using them well. The expression of your emotions. The appropriateness of that emotion. That should be the problem. If it is not done well. So you don't know why you're angry. You don't know why you're moody. You don't. You just don't know. It's a sign that you're probably not self-aware. Pastor Fritik said, I'm glad God gave me my emotions to use them for his purpose. But are you using your emotions or they are using you? Because it's the same loud voice that you used to climb poop it and say, Yo, everybody, welcome to church and vibe everyone up. If you enter a cage mainland and they eat you from behind, is that same loud voice you used to say, Ewa no shes, Ewa okay. <laughs> it can make you a crazy driver. That same emotion. So you can get as loud as that behind the wheels it's how you use your emotions and how will you know how to use emotions if you don't even know anything about the emotions it's a sign of low self-awareness when you don't know anything about your emotions let's go to number two now this one is very very common you shut down people when they question your beliefs you just refuse to hear people out ah guy it's like you do this a lot what do you mean like there's a defensive when you notice that you defend yourself when something a particular phrase is being said at you calm down why what happened if if it is if you understand yourself if it's something that you consider your weakness or if something that people misunderstand about you if you understand it there is no there's no reason to act so defensive that way you know what I'm saying? Is that it's like a tightening in your tummy it just comes up and you're like you just feel irritated. Why are you why are you questioning my beliefs? That is what I believe. Without you don't want to hear anybody out, you don't want any questions asked, you just want people to take it like that. It's a sign of low self-awareness. Shay, you see this one. <laughs> this number three. <laughs> people that make excuses for their failures. Let me let me illustrate way. When things are going well, they praise themselves. Oh wow, I did that. I was the one that did this. They might even remove their team members' name. More. It's not all the time though. It depends on the person. They praise themselves. But when things go wrong, it's not their fault though. It's another person's fault. If you cannot take the blame, mm, you're not self-aware. There is, it's a self-serving bias. That's what psychologists call it. It's a term. 
If you blame others when things go south, you're not self-aware. If you find it difficult to empathize with others, like you cannot, you just don't see yourself in other people's shoes. You can't see things from other people's perspective. You can't be a little bit nice because you feel, okay, fine, we're different and this is how this person feels. You can't feel another person's pain. You're always like, what's wrong with this one? And you think that, ah, I'm stern. Um, that's who I am. I'm just strict. If you cannot empathize with other people, you don't, you're not self-aware. Mm-mm. You're not. Mm. Because if you are, you will know that even you, another strong number what now number five you can't explain the reason for your actions hey why did you do this thing it's the devil ah. why did you go there i don't even know every time you don't know you don't know why you're doing it people will even be asking are they pushing you What's wrong with you? I don't know. Why are you doing this? I don't know. Everything. How you go through life and you don't know? It's a sign of low self-awareness. You have to know. You need to know. You must know. Number six. You suppress your emotions. You hide your emotions. You know. <laughs> this one is a very perfect example. Because you what happened to me. Let me just give the example. Your friends are making a joke and it's funny. You're laughing. It might be you might be the topic of the joke and it's still funny. Ah, so funny. And suddenly they make a joke that it's a cold spot bam. But people are laughing, but you can you can't just say anything. Like you just suppress it. <laughs> mm, mm. Then use another topic to cover it. It's a sign of low self-awareness because if you're self-aware, you know that if you don't correct that, even not even if it's not at the moment, it's not for you to suppress or hide. You can show that you don't like the joke. It's okay for me not to like something. Even if it's not wrong, it might not be wrong. I might just not like it. I might not be in that mental state where I can take that joke. You get what I'm saying. So... If you suppress your emotions all the time, you suppress your anger. <laughs> I'm not angry. It's okay. It's not okay. It's probably a sign of low self-awareness. Actually, it is a sign of low self-awareness. If it's hard for you to make realistic goals, you want to jump 13 meters high, high ladder. And you cannot even jump seven meters, but you just feel okay. I've been hearing these motivational quotes and speakers, and yeah, you can do anything if you set your heart to it. It's true through training, through a process. It takes process. You can't just determine, bam, and it will happen. It's not magic. This life is not magic. No, nothing happens magically. There are processes to it. So if you cannot set a realistic goal, but you cannot even identify ob- obstacles that will prevent you from reaching your goal. Like, you cannot set a track. I'm not saying things go as planned. But the Bible recognizes planning. Even though we are taught faith in the Bible. We are also taught to plan. Have you seen a king that is going to war and does not plan? How he, with his 200,000 chariots, will overcome he who is coming with maybe... 1 million chariots. He has to plan. That's why kings play chess. 
those other days. If they were not self-aware enough to be able to sit down and plan, they would have lost so many words that some nations would be non-existent right now. I think you get what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, if you cannot make realistic goals, you can identify the obstacles. You don't know yourself. You don't know, okay, I need to be more disciplined. If I, if I know that I want to read six pages of book per day, I need to cut the time that I use in watching movies. Because you know yourself that you watch a lot of movies. Okay, I'll stop downloading movies for this next two weeks because it distracts me a lot. Do you understand? It helps you realize your obstacles, you yourself as an obstacle. And cut short those obstacles so that you can achieve your goal number eight now you lack a sense of identity when you're in group a you're like group a when you're in group b you're like group b when you're in group c with the vibe you're like group c with the vibe you know <laughs> the high nfjs have an issue with this because although i know most people might not know the infjs when we dive into a uh, Myers Briggs, you're going to understand who the INFJs are. They mirror other people's energy. But what I'm saying is that lacking a sense of identity is they don't make choices that symbolically point to their identity. Everything goes, come do this, yes, do this, yes. No principles, no, this is who I am, nothing. That is a sign of low self-awareness. The Bible says in the book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 24, A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. It means if you want to have a very wide circle, everybody is your friend, everybody likes me, I'm this, I'm that, you must show yourself friendly to all. There is nobody that you have a contrasting principle with. It is bad. And don't say, this is not who I am. Don't try to protect yourself. You're the only one probably listening to this podcast. Or you're the one with your mind. Open your mind. If this is it, accept it. And now you can start working on how to change. You know yourself. And when next something like that wants to happen, you can come back and say, mm Mm, no, mm -mm. it's not going to happen again I have a sense of identity I know who I am and this is not part of who I am no do we get it? let's go to the next number distractive thoughts come and do this can't concentrate inability, inability to focus you can't have a lizard focus you're always late you're never on time never almost never maybe on time two times in a month ah no that's a sign of low self-awareness. If you cannot push yourself to be reliable, if you cannot push yourself, if you, if you don't know that, okay, this is a task that I must do. If you cannot push yourself, your own self, it means you're not self-aware. Let's go to the last number for today, which is if you struggle with time management, just like the distractive thoughts would allow and self-control, you can't control yourself. You can't control your eating. Everything. You can't control the type of friends you have. You can't control your, your mouth. Everybody you see. Gossip, 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 gossip. Blackmailing. Talking about other people. You must talk. You must say something. A secret someone has put in your hand. You let it out. It's a mighty lack of self-awareness. 
Pastor. He once said, I've forgotten his name now, I'm so sorry. Pastor John also. He once said, when you have a low self, like low emotional intelligence, it just proves that you're in sin. Yes. If you it will it will it will open you up to sin. Lying is a sign of low self-awareness. Because why are you lying? Why? That other person will kill you. It's going to beat you. What are you scared of? Some people even lie for no nobody is asking them questions. They'll just lie. Why? You're not confident in your own self. I pray God will help us in Jesus' name. So I hope that you got value today. I hope that you got something today, if not to one thing. One thing for you to hold on for the rest of this week and forevermore. Be self-aware. It's for your own good. You will love it at the end of the day. It's like bitter leaf. When you start eating bitter leaf, by the way, I can't eat that leaf. But I know that when people eat it, <laughs> it's bitter. Then uh, at the end, when you start drinking water, your mouth will be sweet. That's how they say it in my native language. It's a sweetness that comes after bitterness. Yeah. Now that we know all the things about being self-aware, I will not remove the importance of prayer. <laughs> These things are way bigger than we are most times. You just find yourself doing things that you don't want to do. And sometimes people even know. I know who I am. Fine. I know that women are my weakness. But still, they find themselves in that situation. Prayers move mountains. If this is your mountain, you have to move it. But first, you have to know which mountain you are moving. That's why you have to be self-aware. Am I communicating now? Pray to the God who owns the heavens and the earth and who gave us Jesus Christ to redeem us from all sin. But also, identify who are you in Christ? Who who are you? Because if you don't find your identity, then anything will go and you'll be played to and fro on the earth. All right, welcome to the last part of self-awareness on Unmask, the podcast. My special thanks goes to psych to go It goes to Apostle Selman, Pastor David L. Johnson, David Coleman. Without him, we wouldn't even know what emotional intelligence is. My special thanks also goes to Pastor Stephen Furtrick for inspiring me to make this episode. Until next week when we'll start diving into the types. You wouldn't want to miss it. Uh -uh. You, you, You won't miss it. My sincere desire is that you find your true core and finally get to the day you unmask. Until next week. My name is Dollar and I am your host.